we don't usually do graphics during the intro, but can I show you something? It better not be. Check out this stat. The Leafs have lost their last five straight games against goalies over the age of 40. Four of them were Craig Anderson, and the other one was David Ayers. Steve, did you see it? Did you see it? Steve? It's like flipping time. Let's go. Give me what I want. Kick down the door. Drew, you are not doing this. What? Not nice. There's a giant head. I made like 2,000 of these, I'd like to have fun. With you, wherever you are, welcome to LFR. Uh, ah! Ah! The Leafs should be banned from playing Mondays and Tuesdays. I need to know what the record is on Mondays and Tuesdays, at home especially. If they're on the road, they might have a chance. At home? In the at home? No! No! Leafs lose. 4-3 to the Buffalo Sabres with a score that may be kinder than they deserve. I'm going to do the read so I can go for a little run in the field in this one. Because it's March Mania, it's Sports Interaction, NHL, NBA, March Madness, MLB, and so much more. Crazy odds in the best live in play. Download the app, you can use the QR code at the bottom of the screen to do that. Or head on over to sportsinteraction.com sdpn. But only if you're 19 plus. Please play responsibly. Now, here's my little run in the field, and you know, it's amazing. I, I don't, I don't even use sticky notes anymore. It's all up here. I remember that game because I watched it, and I think a lot of you watched it, which is why I'm not gonna make you watch it again, even in little clips. We all saw what happened, dude. Here's the good news: the Leafs rarely, very rarely lose games where Matthews is that good. They had three goals and Matthews was in on all of them. He had a goal and he had a pair of assists. He looked great in this one and he looked great the last game. The rest of the team, the majority of the rest of the team, off my own, awful, uninspired, listless, like they didn't care. And what's weird is it happened it, it, with the snap of a finger. It happened at the drop of a dime. The Leafs caved the Buffalo Sabres in, in the first period. I don't know what they outshot them by. I want to say 12 to four, something like that. They escape with the lead. They look like the way far and beyond better team than the Buffalo Sabres. They're gonna beat them, they're gonna have a good time, and everyone's gonna be happy. It was nearly halfway through regulation before the Sabres got their fifth shot on net. And then the Leafs somehow go on to get outshot by the Sabres 17 to three in the second period. After the game, there was this quote, Sheldon Keefe says, the Leafs second period tonight may have been their worst period all season, the Leafs were outshot 17 to three. I just said that, Jonas! And you know the wild thing about that, Sheldon keeps saying the second period might've been the Leafs' worst period of the season. They outscored the Sabres two to one. They scored on two of the three shots. They had no business having the lead after the second period. They, they had no business having a goal in this game. And what I find very concerning and disheartening about that quote is I'm not even sure the second period of this game was the least worst period of this game. That's not even where it fell apart. That's not even where the Sabres came back. They went on to score one, two, three unanswered goals to make it four to two. And that was just in the third period. It was actually 
four unanswered goals before William Nylander with a dandy of a roof in the third period with about a minute left celebrating to the crowd. Hey guys, I know it's Monday, but can you make some noise? He looked like one of the only Leafs trying in this one. And there were way too many plays in this game. I thought it like you could really see the problem with the Leafs offense in the way that William Nylander played. The more this game went on, especially in the third period and especially with Willie, you could see he's like, okay, we're not generating anything, so I'm going to have to take this in myself. There were a few moments where the Leafs could have had goals. Tavares' wide open shot, he's going to score on that more often than not. His 2-on-0 with Michael Bunting, I, I feel like in hockey you feel like you have to pass. No, you don't. You're John Tavares to shoot the thing! What, what voodoo is this that Craig Anderson has over everyone wearing a Leaf uniform except for Austin Matthews? I'll never understand it. Here's, here's the problem, though. No, they weren't able to really generate offensively. That's with shots. That's with scoring chances. That's with all of it. Even in the first period, where things were going the Leafs' way, their passing was terrible. Even in the second period, where they only had three shots on goal, but two of them went in, their passing was terrible. I would love to know the passing percentage stats like it's a game of chill. It had to be sub-50. They were brutal. And worst... Worst of all, the front of their net was free reign for the Buffalo Sabres all night. Something the, the Leafs did so well to the Oilers on Saturday night. Get the puck in deep, rough them up, and you had the front of the net. It's yours. It's yours for the taking. The Leafs were brutal in that regard. And a guy who I've been yelling and screaming should be an everyday player for the Leafs. He should never be a healthy scratch. He is the best right-handed defenseman on the team. Timothy Lilligren, I thought, was the worst player on the ice. He looked like the guy who was really struggling to establish his place in the lineup a couple years ago. He, he had a game where he was really fighting it against the St. Louis Blues last year, where, where it, it was going back and forth, and the Blues took a lead, and the Leafs took it right back, and I think Lilligren even had a goal in that game, but he struggled so much in front of the net. He's gotten so good recently and so good this season that when he's on the ice the battle is rarely there he's so good at intercepting before the puck even gets into a dangerous situation that he doesn't have to take care of it and even if the goals that the Sabres scored while he was on the ice weren't necessarily his fault like the beginning of the chance the beginning of the sequence was not his fault in the instances where he was the last line of defense in the third goal in particular if I remember correctly He's just a bystander! He's waving at the thing! I saw there was a lot of talk with Matt Murray in this game. This is his fifth straight game, uh, allowing four goals or more, and that's the most he's ever had in his entire NHL career. I mean, he wasn't great in this one. He wasn't great in the previous game against the Oilers. It was enough to get the job done anyway. I talked about this on the podcast today. He's fine. Like, Matt Murray is fine. I don't think he should be the game one starter, but, like, he's an NHL goalie. He's whatever. He's fine. I don't think he was the reason they lost this game. I don't think Timothy Lilligren was the reason they lost this game. Let's give credit where credit's due. Tage Thompson, who I thought the Leafs did a pretty decent job against, ended up overcoming the Leafs doing a decent job against him. Alex Tuck, unreal player. He, he tucked the Leafs up, that's for sure with a pair of goals. And I think the first star of the game, not Craig Anderson, although he was very good, Don Granato. I think Sheldon Keefe got out coached in this one. 
you have a super distinct advantage in this game. First of all, you have home ice. I know you're doing the 11-7 thing, but it's worked for you. And you have home ice. You've done a good job uh, keeping guys in, in good assignments on the road and, and using the 11-7 and the line blender to your advantage. Now you're at home and you have a good-ish first period. You're at very least the better team. So even if you're not playing all that great, that's a good situation to be in. You escape the worst period that your team has had all year with the lead! The lead somehow! So even though you are getting outcoached, and even though the Sabres have made adjustments to the good things that you did in the first period, you still have the lead, and somehow the team gave up maybe fewer shots, but worse chances, and the game was over. Dude, you can't be getting worked like that on home ice. To every player in the room and to every coach on the bench, you cannot get worked like that on home ice. All oh, the Buffalo Sabres have more to play for. Whatever, man. The game, the game is today. The game is today. You're not done. You haven't secured home ice advantage against Tampa, which I, I don't know. Is it advantage? You lost last year with home ice. You lost this game to the Buffalo Sabres getting absolutely worked in the coaching department. Maybe, maybe you should just go on the road. You know what? Four out of seven in Florida? It's nice and warm? Go for it. Hope you win at least four out of seven, but go for it if you want to be so warm. Listen, games like these are where coaches and organizations look for answers. I didn't like that they put Riley Brody together because I know it's worked in the past, but it super has not worked this season. Lilligren McCabe, I was sort of interested to see Ugh! Awful! Holy cow! And just the rest is a mishmash mess. And a player who I think has particularly struggled under this 11-7 thing, Mark Giordano's been on the ice for a lot of goals, man. And he took a penalty because he got caught at the offensive blue line, which happens a lot with Mark. And I like Mark, but that happens a lot with Mark. It's not the first time this season. It's not even the dozenth time this season where a play like that at the offensive blue line on the left side has led to either an odd man rush or a breakaway for the other team or a penalty against Giordano. Like, look at this. Like, this is the amount of time that each Leafs defenseman played tonight and all I learned from this and the last game is that the Leafs really like TJ Brody and I think that's probably because they should. They played Eric Gustafson more than Mark Giordano. What's that all about, dude? What is that all about? Like we've been talking about like maybe healthy scratching Mark Giordano to, to, to not because he's bad and not because he's not one of their top six, but because he's the oldest active skater in the league. Is this how they get him rest? By playing him less than 14 minutes? That's Mark Giordano. He signed next year. You know that, right? Listen, Wednesday, you got the Colorado Avalanche. Me, Adam, and Jesse are going to be there. We're going to be there with producer Drew, who's editing this video. So help me if you have a similar result against the Colorado Avalanche while I have to sit next to producer Drew. I have had to sit next to him during a Leafs loss, but thank goodness the team that they lost against was not the Avalanche. Do not make me sit through this. It'll be brutal. They don't have Landeskog. They just lost Lekkonen, who I just picked up in fantasy. He had two goals and an assist and a broke his finger. You want to prove that Monday was just a little blip, a little bump in the road? That you, you, you want to prove 
that you're not going to repeat your worst period and maybe your worst back half of any game you've had this season. Wednesday's your chance. Okay? I don't want to have to have this talk again. Questions? Uh -huh. Yeah? Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. How does one preserve hope after a loss like that? Asking for a friend. You know, I get asked that question like 30, 35, 40 times a season. There's a lot of games. Listen, I'm, I'm mad about this game and I just went on a long rant. There's a lot of games. I always, I ask myself that all the time. How do I have hope? And then they play a great game the next game. And I go, oh, that's how. Were you surprised to learn that Craig Anderson has the best winning percentage of any opposing goalie in our barn? The answer is no, because Ottawa. That is the least surprising thing ever. And the fact that Matthews has his most goals in the NHL against Craig Anderson, and he still owns the Leafs so badly, makes no sense. I still think that the Sabres like, need another goalie uh, if they have any aspirations of going anywhere, like in the playoff picture. I know they're putting a lot of hope into Devin Levi, but that guy's going to come in and be a rookie. That being said... Craig Anderson was a really smart signing, not because he's a good goalie or a good guy, but because he's a Leaf killer! Hey man, how was your birthday? It was a lot better than the day after it, Nick. Thanks for asking. That is it for this one. Thank you very much for watching. Click like if you like this video. Click subscribe if you really like to tell all your friends. No, I didn't talk about any of the missed penalties, because... Oh boy, I could just... I could do that every, every video. Every video. But we had a good conversation about it on the podcast before this game even happened. So you might want to check that out. SDPN.